ironoverload.io presents Iron Overload No Bullshit Podcast with your co-host Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the UG info like you've never heard before. No bullshit, no lies, straight hardcore truth. A bodybuilding podcast like you never heard before. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, What's going on, IronOverload.io Hardcore Podcast, episode number one, coming your way. Steve Schmee, the mobster. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. Let's uh, kill this very first podcast. So really uh, excited to bring you guys this first podcast. Today, we're going to talk about trenbolone, cycling, dosing. Uh, trenbolone, one of the most potent steroids out there. If you've never used it before, this is the podcast to listen to. If you have used it before, this is the podcast to listen to because we're going to tell you about some different ways you can use Tremblone to better your bodybuilding fitness goals out there. So let's talk a little bit about the history first mobster. 1980s in the cattle industry called Finajet, Fina. And at the time, it had a short-acting acetate ester. And they would use the Trenbolone to beef up the cattle right before slaughter. So that was the way they used it with cattle. Now, with Trenhex Parabolin, it came around as a pharmaceutical brand called Negma out of neighboring to you, Mobster France. Yes. And they discontinued it in 1997. And since then, there's been no human grade trend. So the trend that you're going to find today is black market or vet grade. So that is the blessing of having underground markets around the world. The underground labs are producing good quality trembolone. So we're able to access it even today. So once Trend came out, Prayer Bowling came out, oh my gosh, did physiques blow up. If you notice, those of you who follow bodybuilding history, or if you follow bodybuilding back in the 90s, you notice the physique started to get insane. And Trembolone yeah. was one of the reasons that would happen. And guys absolutely love their Negma pharmaceutical grade human-grade Trembolone, and it was making beasts back in the 90s. So since then, uh, some guys, you know, they use Finaplex H cattle pellets to make their own at home. But most of us out there, we are purchasing it on the underground market. So, You know, at the end of the day, Tren is an incredible steroid. If you are new to steroids, it's probably not a good idea to mess around with it. You want to give it some time. You want to get some experience with other more mild steroids before transitioning to Tren. So, Mobster, give us your thoughts on Tren. First, number one, guys, it's fascinating to read sometimes just how little certain drugs that we use, equipoids would be another obvious drug how little we use, sorry, how little is used with the animals versus how much we use as humans. So you can read this stuff quite easily. It's a two minutes research, 
The amount that they give to cattle, the amount of equipoise that's given to horses is tiny. However, of course, those drugs are suited for those animals. But you're talking about an industry that's adding pounds of beef to an animal, but its response is different to you, or you as if you were cattle, versus you as a human being. And of course, the other thing which is interesting is it's the adage that we see. And I see this even now sometimes on Facebook, Steve, where guys half joke about up in the trend, up in the trend, up in the trend. It's almost like a mantra. And the idea being, if you're not growing, you need to up the trend. If, if you're not getting enough, you need to up the trend. It has almost mythical properties in some people's minds. Let's be honest, guys. If you don't have the genetics, you will not turn into a monster. But Steve's quite correct. It, it, it's, it's one of those drugs, Steve, I think, it, and I've said this to you in the pre-show. For me, it would be right down my list of drugs to take. And certainly, guys, I don't care what person likes to make noise on forums, online, on Facebook, on social media. For me, if I was advising this use of drugs to someone, it's not going to be first on my list. It should be something that you do other drugs first. And that's quite simple, guys. It's, it, it, it's first off, let's find out how you get on with anabolics. That's number one. And then secondly, you really, 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 and we will get into this, you really, really, really need to understand the side effects. And the side effects of Dren are, are, are right up there. The people that we see on the forum, Steve, who've come across Dren, tried it, and not done any research on the side effects. And then they'll post on the forum saying, oh, you know, I'm really sweaty, or I cough, or, or I hate how I feel. Well, guys, you should fucking know this stuff in advance. Trend comes with warning signs. It works. You do not have to use crazy amounts, but it has side effects. Let's get into the nitty gritty here, Steve. Let's, let's, these kind of podcasts, we want you guys, we're not bullshitting you. We're not bigging it up. We're not pretending to be the guys that are going to make you take a gram or two grams or three grams. We're telling you how it gets used, the amounts, the proper amounts, the side effects, the whys and wherefores. Let's go for it, Steve. So structurally, let's talk about the structure of Trembolone briefly. On paper, the anabolic to androgenic score, 500 to 500, meaning it's five times more androgenic than testosterone, five times more anabolic than testosterone. Yeah. On paper, that is true. Now, we all know, if you've listened to my other podcasts and you know, read on the forum some good information, you know that these ratios don't always translate to real life. They're just on no. paper ratios. But in this case, if you've used to Trembolone, you know it's way more androgenic and way more anabolic than testosterone. So yes. it's incredible when it comes to that. If you run the same amount of Trembolone, I'll give you an example. If you run the same amount of Trembolone as you do testosterone, let's say you do 500 milligrams of Trembolone, versus 500 milligrams of testosterone, I, I, I guarantee you, you will gain an ungodly amount of strength on 500 milligrams a week of Trembolone. You will also have way more side effects on 500 milligrams of testosterone, not estrogenic side effects, because Trembolone, the way it is structured, that actually doesn't aromatize into estrogen, but it does create a ton of androgenic side effects in your body. So Blood pressure, for example, your blood pressure on trend is going to go, is going to skyrocket 
compared to 500 milligrams of testosterone, uh, all things being equal, if you're running an AI with the testosterone as you should, you're going to control your estrogen levels. So you shouldn't have as severe a blood pressure issues on testosterone than trembolone. Other side effects that people complain about, um, you're going to have a tremendous amount of other side effects. A big one is transomnia, which is people complain all the time about this night sweats. They wake up in the middle of the night in a puddle of water. That trembolone is so damn inflammatory in the body. It inflames everything and inflames your, you're going to have a harder time breathing because of the inflammation. You're going to have a harder time across the board. This is why your cardio takes a beating on trembolone. I'll jump in here for a second here, Stephen. This is a classic example, not necessarily from personal experience, because that's so far, that's that's far I've avoided using trend for, to get where I've needed to get in my, my chosen field. However, plenty of my strength buddies have used trend. And Steve's just touched on it. It's the classic story of uh, how are you getting on with that trend there, fella? Oh, well, I woke up last night, as Steve just said, in a puddle of sweat. Uh, the missus isn't very happy. My side of the bed soaking. They've had to get out of bed, change a t-shirt, change pants, change whatever the hell they're wearing, put fresh bed linen on sometimes. Now, the problem in this particular example that I'm thinking of is these guys I'm talking about were strong man buddies, so the body fat percentage is that little bit higher. Therefore, the sweating and, and, and the heat effects were that much more exaggerated. When you're 150, 160 kilograms, so 330, 345, 350 pounds, Steve, 352 pounds, I think, 150, 160, and you're on your 17, 18, 19% body fat, and you're on trend, it's just unbelievable. Not only do you have breathing problems and sleep apnea anyway from, from the sheer size, but it seems to enhance those sweats. It seems to enhance the, the trendsomnia, as Steve said. And then what's the classic one, Steve? The trend cough. I mean, sometimes that's down to the uh, oil or, or the alcohol, the A steroid, because the other steroids can have the same thing, take a certain particular steroids and you get a cough straight afterwards. And there's different reasons for that, which Steve can touch upon. But trend is one of those ones that seems to bring it way more often than the other ones, regardless of the carrier, regardless of what's being used. And again, this is for certain individual sleep. So if you want to talk about very quickly the, the reasons why some people get the trend cough, what it is and why it is that they get it. So this is something you need to be aware of, guys. You're not having a seizure or heart attack. It's literally the trend. And that's just from the initial injection, Steve. Never mind the other side effects that we just talked about. So why is it that some people have that? So when you're injecting trend, I found one of the secrets. This is really, really important. So when you're injecting trend, if you get it near like your blood in your body, like near a vein or something, and just a little drop of it or something gets kind of close to that vein, it can basically travel to your lungs and irritate the crap out of your lungs. And that's what causes the cough. So other steroids can still give you a cough, but it's very, yes. very rare. But with trend, that's possible. So if that ever happens to you, what you want to do, if you start feeling that cough coming on, um, abandon the injection, pull out, stop injecting, and then just get on your hands and knees. Uh, what I, what I, I've done in a situation, I just went into the shower, just got on my hands and knees and just coughed and coughed and coughed. It lasts like for 30 seconds. There's like snot coming out of your nose and your mouth. It's really crazy. <laughs> and then you just basically just 
you know, it just gets it. You just get it out of your system and then, and then you're good to go. So I knew that it was coming when it happened to me, but what I found to prevent trend cough, this is a couple yeah. secrets is by is diluting it with another oil. When you inject it, that's one way. Also maybe doing more of a shallow injection where you're not going in deep, where you have more of an opportunity to kind of hit a blood vessel somewhere. So uh, that's that's a little secret um to to kind of avoiding the trend cough but it's you know it happens some of the other side effects that we've seen mobster are hair loss um especially the way you stack trembolone if you stack trembolone with another steroid that's also bad when it comes to hair loss like winstrol for example there's a good chance that you're going to accelerate your head hair loss and that's just because of the structure of the steroid even though it's not a dht derivative when you stack it with a DHT derivative, it can go ahead and do it. And then the one thing as well that I'm going to give you, Mobster, is aggression. Now, some people, when they run trend, I know it was like that with me, you'll get a shorter fuse. You'll get hangry. You'll get bitchy when it comes to your sleep. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you may get bitchy. If you're not eating, if you miss a meal or something, or you're at a restaurant and they're taking forever to bring your meal out, you may get bitchy on it. And that's just because of the way it affects aggression and mood saying, I know you mobster, you train with a lot of guys who've used tremble and I'm sure maybe you've noticed maybe a little short temper, um, a little more aggression. Um, but the more you use trend, I know with me, the more I use trend, the less that effect is um, on me. I think initially just a few, maybe I was immature at the time. Maybe I was just, wasn't used to the androgens, but you feel a little bitchy. And then another thing, before you bring you back, mobster, is the libido changes. You may find yourself on trend doing things in the bedroom that you wouldn't normally do. And we see this a lot. Um, this is why trend is the relationship killer because you're in a relationship, you're happy, you get on trend and suddenly you want to bang everything that moves. And that's a problem. That can be a problem. So the dopamine effects, the reward sensors in your brain, the neurotransmitters in your brain do change on trembolone. And a lot of that has to do with the way it's structured, but also the effects it has on prolactin in the swings. So if you're prone to addictions, sex addictions, gambling, food uh, addictions, is, using yeah. trend can bring those addictions back because, because of that reason. So moms are finished out with that really quick. And we really need to get into the esters. So why don't you touch a little bit on the different trend esters as well? Very quickly then, very quickly then guys. So one of the things that I've said on, on the forums when we're talking about all PEDs is that the more effective a drug is, in other words, the more anabolic, the more muscle it adds, the more strength it creates, the, the leaner you get on a particular drug, the more effective it is in that way. Let's say that drug X, which doesn't give you many side effects, puts five pounds of muscle on but drug Y puts on 15 or 20 pounds of muscle, that literal action, that chemical reaction and, re, and, and your body's response to it creates issues. Literally just had, adding five times, three times, four times as much muscle is going to cause problems in and of itself. So that, that's just a thing. Just literally, oh, I had five pounds. I'm okay with it. I had 20 pounds. I, I, I'm going to feel that weight on my body. Chemically, then the same thing applies. You go, right, so if it's that much more magnified, therefore the issues are going to be higher. I mean, I've, I'm a classic one. 
for not having a great deal of hair. And when people talk about hair loss, I'm like, well, shave that bitch off. Do not take a drug that, and that's really, really effective that comes with a load of side effects, like trend, and then moan about hair loss. Either shave that bitch off or use another drug or lower the damn dose. Uh, and as I said, more, more, more effective a drug is, the more likely it is to have a side effect because it's that's a that much stronger of an effect on your body while you're using it. There's also an element of Steve, and I suspect you're half right when you say about the effects of libido, or if you're up to, if you've got bad habits, this baby's going to bring them out. There's also sometimes I think with all steroids, and especially with trends, some guys that might well handle it quite well almost use the trend as an excuse to do stupid shit. So keep that in mind. Right, right. There are, as there are with many forms of testosterone, different esters for trend. Of, of one I'll touch on right now, for example, is trend, trend acetate. And as I say, it's by far the most popular injectable form of trembolone. Uh, it's easiest to get hold of. Uh, quoting from an article that we're using as a reference here, and I actually remember seeing these things back in the day, Steve. It used to be that you could go onto forums and there would be people telling you how to grind the pellets down, what to mix it in, how to purify it, how to, to, to filter, and then how to obviously inject it. Some people, as you mentioned at the earlier, still do this, but it's a lot easier to just get it from a UGL, like the site sponsors that we enjoy. Um, people debate these things all the time. Half-life for acetate, for example, typically injected every other day. But then I, I would agree with the author of the article. For me, the less amount of times I've got to inject, the better. I don't like feeling like a pincushion. I'm not great with sticking a needle into myself in the first place. Some of you guys are. If you're okay with it, fill your boots. Next one, Trembolone Enanthate. Enanthate, of course, is one of the most popular drugs. And there's a survey referred to on the forums recently that proves this point. Testosterone Enanthate was number one out of 2,600 users surveyed as the most popular steroid that was being used for performance enhancing purposes. And so therefore, when people think of an anfate, it's not necessarily people that are thinking about uh, trend. But as I'll, I'll read, I'll reference the article here, clearly not as powerful as the earlier version, but as a heck lot more popular. And again, I suspect, Steve, that may well come down to not having the jab so often. And also perhaps the side effects, the effect that feeling whether you feel grouchy. And again, some, as Steve said earlier on, sometimes with certain drugs and trend especially, and forms of trend especially, your body needs to get used to how this feels and you can sort of develop coping mechanisms, both physically and emotionally, for how you feel, for the amount of times you're gonna to have to jab and so on and so forth. So for example, uh, Enanthate, the Trenbolone version of Enanthate, ejected once a week because it's a much longer ester. Some users up to twice a week, but typically once a week. And again, for me, that would be much more suitable and in the final version, I don't ask you to pronounce this, Stephen, as well, probably more, Trembolone hexahydrobenzyl carbonate. There's a mouthful, guys. Um, Trenex, for short. Uh, and it's one of those drugs where, guys, you see this every so often when people talking about particular forms, whether something's in an ant, whether it's in a vial, whether it's sub-Q, whether it's intramuscular, and so on and so forth. And so certain drugs have a little mystique, and Trent is definitely a drug of a mystique. 
where they say this particular version is the one that those people think is special. And what it is, Steve, I think there's some, some parts truth and some part they've tried it. They couldn't get hold of the version. They've responded incredibly well. And we know about individual response. And so therefore this becomes their favorite. Now, if this guy's an absolute freak with pounds of muscle, huge size, strength, et cetera, and he says, you should try Trin X, it's the bollocks, then you're probably gonna give it a try just because he said so. I would personally go for the Trinbolone in Amphay, if only for the singular jab per week. Guys, as always, when we do these podcasts, there will be an article associated you can go and read into more detail for each and every single one. There is finally, I say finally, read the article, an oral version. And there's an acetate, and in again, <laughs> this is my pronunciation, uh, metribolone. Uh, for some particular reason, Steve, and there's oral versions as well as there are injectable versions of some oral drugs, oral versions of Trend have never been that popular. And again, I suspect it's because the body breaks down and you don't get that magic, almost uh, magic bean type response that certain drugs give you. Now, again, like I said, guys, if there was an issue between taking an oral version but having milder effects and milder side effects versus the, the idea that this drug's going to push your numbers up in the gym, that it's going to add pounds of muscles, that you're going to get leaner, you're going to look harder versus not having quite the same effect with the oral drug, then you know that people are going to go for the one that works, the one that's the most effective. And, and for, for whatever reason, simply probably because people's demand hasn't been that high, it's just never been something that people have gone crazy over, that sellers will sell you. Uh, availability has never been that high. What do you think, Steve, in regards to the oral versions versus injectable? Yeah, just the oral version gets broke down by the liver. It's just not the same as the injectable. So if you're going to use trend, go with the injectable. Um, acetate or anente are the best way to go. And in the trend hex, there's really not much difference between the trend hex and those other two. The trend hex, you're going to injecting about three times a week. The trend E, twice a week. The trend ACE, like Mobster said, either every day or every other day, it just depends on how much you tolerate injections. Now there's also one more called trend no ester and trend no ester is also very, very hard to find, not very popular, but let's say you were a tested athlete and you didn't want to get busted and you didn't know when they were going to test you. You could take the trend no ester literally the morning of your match or your game and that will give you the boost during your workout. But since there's no ester attached, it's going to be in and out of your system literally in the same day. So really, yeah. if you're not a test, if you're just a gym rat like most of us are, 90, 99% of us are, there's no point in taking trend no ester. Some guys, though, they swear by it. They say they love taking it pre-workout. So give it a shot. If it might work for you, it may, you may notice, you know what? If I'm using trend ace, and I'm pinning it every other day, it's in my system when I go work out anyway. So why am I going to bother and have to inject the trend no Western? So, but hey, you know, some guys like that little psychological boost in their mind. So dosing, we got to get into dosing and we got to talk about yes. how to stack it. So let me spend a couple of minutes talking about dosing. So you'll see dosages on the internet, um, all kinds of crazy dosing. I've seen guys run as much as 1500 milligrams a week or even more. And I've seen normal gym rats, like most of us, running as low as 150 or 200 milligrams a week. The sweet spot, the average, I would say, is around 350 milligrams a week. And that would, that would put you 
you know, that would be a, a dosage that really you can do a lot of damage with. Um, I've run Tran as low as 250 and I felt amazing on it. I've set PRs on it and all this stuff. So in my mind, I like to run it at a conservative dosage. It seems it gets a lot of bang for this buck. I've seen guys though, mobster running a thousand or more. So talk a little bit about that. We've seen guys dropping dead yep. because of that. We keep this podcast short and sweet, guys. So I'll try to keep this short and sweet. Quite simply, I don't think the legends, the myth, etc., and the up the trend adages that I referred to earlier on are completely. I, I think it does no. There's no necessity to it. Really, it isn't, Steve. So it's fun for younger uh, forum users and people talking about trend to say over oh, five hundred or six hundred or thousand, and then maybe. 10% of users that need that kind of level. The reality, my gut feeling, and I suspect if you actually look this stuff and got statistical information properly, honestly from users, is that Steve's sweet spot is exactly what you need. And again, guys, make sure that you're experienced. Make sure you have knowledge and experience of other PEDs before you get to trends and you know how you believe. And then, as Steve said, whether it's 200 or 300, 350 or 400, Introduce a low dose to your cycle, to your next cycle. Introduce it in a small amount just to see how your body responds and just to see whether you can handle those side effects. Can you imagine how stupid it would be, Steve, if you've never used any performance enhancing drug and you read that a pro was on a thousand milligrams a week and that was your first cycle? Once it's in, guys, it's in. We're going to do suck that bitch out of a plunger. No. And now you're sweating and you're coughing and you're struggling with it. So I'm always, always, as I am on the forums, and I agree 100% with Steve. For me, I would imagine, even if, especially me as an individual, the size, weight, and body fat, and whatever that I carry, absolutely would prefer the lower dosages. And here's the thing, guys. If 200 milligrams or 300 milligrams in a cycle works and you feel amazing, you look amazing, you're lean as fuck, you're vascular, you're hard, you're gnarly looking, your lifts are going up through the roof, then you don't need to take more. I mean, that's a money-saving tip right there because it doesn't necessarily mean that if you go double up that your lifts are going to get twice as heavy, that you're going to be twice as lean, you're going to have twice as much muscle. It doesn't work like that. No PED works like that, but trend with the side effects, avoid. So why, why not try 200 or 250? It's fun to say otherwise, but I think at least it's more when it comes to trend, and especially when it's part of the cycle. It's very rare, Stephen, you know this better than I do, very rare for, for this to be the primary drug in the cycle anyway. Is that not the case? Well, we're going to talk about how to best stack trend. So there's so many different ways to stack trend. I've used it every which way. The classic recomping stack monster would be testosterone propionate. Trembolone acetate and Masteron propionate. That's a classic recomper. That's going to, that, for most guys, it's going to, you're going to be able to gain muscle and strength and cut down on that. If you've got your diet and trading on point and if you have good genetics. So in that example, running something simple like 300 milligrams of each per week, 300 milligrams of the Trenase, 300 milligrams of the Masteron propionate, 300 milligrams of testosterone propionate. Now, for some guys, they like running no testosterone with Trembolone. And in that situation, you're eliminating any type of estrogen issues. So that will limit your estrogenic side effects. 
And then in that situation, it's good to stack trend. If you want to stack trend, you can stack it with something like Anovar or Teranobol, which are both mild, non-aromatizing compounds. And that's what I've done before to hit PRs. And I find that I don't get this type of side effects during my cycle that I would in another cycle. So in that situation, you'd run, let's say, 250 to 350 milligrams a week of the trend ACE or trend E, and then you could run 30 to 50 milligrams of T-Bowl or VAR, Anavar. So that would re really work good and wouldn't be a side effect cycle. Other guys like to keep their testosterone levels the same as Trembolone. So they'll do say 300 milligrams of Trembolone, 300 milligrams of testosterone, and they find that that works best for them. In that situation, you really need to run something um, like Aromacin or Arimidex with it to kind of limit the estrogen issues. You can run Primabolin with Trembolone. You can run Equipoise with Trembolone. Really, there's not a steroid you can't run except for the really, really androgenics ones like Superdrol, for example. I would not run Superdrol with Trend. The side effects yeah. will be too bad on it. I wouldn't run Ment with Trend. The side effects will be incredible. Yeah, Halo's I another one. Yeah, check drops. No, no, yep. no, because of the side effects on those yep. things alone are that nasty. Can you imagine doubling up on your yep. side effects, guys? Come on. So the, the pounding you're going to put on your kidneys by uh, stacking too much steroids or the wrong steroids with trend makes it not worth it. So my logic to using trend is keep it moderate, keep it conservative yes. to moderate, and enjoy your cycle and get the most out of it. Don't four weeks into your cycle have your kidneys fail you because you decided to abuse it. So run trend correctly, short and sweet. I wouldn't exceed eight weeks on trend. And uh, a lot of guys may disagree with that, but I don't see a purpose of running it more than eight weeks. You'll get all you want out of trend. The stuff kicks in so fast. So Momster, we have a minute left. Finish us off with your final thoughts and take us to disclaimer. Right, super effective drug guys. Works, works, works. Everybody that's ever got used it and managed to manage the side effects has always said this has had an amazing effect on my body. But that that percentage of people seems to be about 50-50 but between those that manage and don't have issues with the side effects. And they typically, as Steve said, there's low to moderate doses versus the guys that go crazy on the dosages. And it doesn't have to be crazy crazy. I mean, 500 plus can, can, can fuck you up. And as another thing I said earlier on with regards to how effective a drug is, how much muscle it puts on, how much strength you gain, will have side effects. So as Steve said already, your liver, your kidneys, your organs, they won't thank you. The more effective a drug is at adding muscle and at giving you the side effects, the more your body is putting up red flags to tell you that it doesn't like what you're doing to it. Whether that's sweating, whether that's dark colored pee, whether that's issue with your livers and your kidneys. And therefore, as Steve said, we'd want to run it short. You don't want to run it long. You want to be looking after yourself with products like N2 Garb. You want to be hydrating. And you want to be managing it. And, and to be honest with you, Steve, I think 90% of this is going to come down to managing sensible amounts. It's not sexy. It's not romantic. It doesn't get the numbers, but it comes down to running sensible, sensible amounts. And I, I, I'm not going to, to me, a guy that's doing, say, four grams or something stupid in total of their cycle and then throws in 500 or 1,000 milligrams of this, is just asking for trouble. And especially if they run it long. Unless you've got a competition that's going to put a million dollars on the table, guys, run it short. I mean, we kind of talked about sexual advice with our steroid cycles all the time, but trend especially so. 
Steve, I will run now into the disclaimer, guys, as always, for this podcast. You have to excuse me for a minute. Right, please note, we are not doctors and the opinions on these shows are hours and hours alone. It is our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, our podcast has always offered informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.